Well, welcome to It's Raining Mets. Yeah, that's what we call it. Mets, of course, short for meteorologists. It's uh, Tom Russell from CBS 21 and our team here doing It's Raining Mets. And uh, we're excited about our podcast. Hope you're enjoying it as well. Joining me once again, Ed Russo. Ed, you were on the last podcast, too. I so was. I was. Uh, what we... we're going to try to do is let uh, Stacey Hanrahan, you heard Steve Knight last week, and uh, all the different podcasts we have. So all the meteorologists jumping in at different times. And I've been uh, hogging the show. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> wouldn't call it hog in the show at all. Uh, but uh, it's been fun because it gives us a chance. I know Steve talked about it on our inaugural podcast about uh, being able to get into depth on some things that we really can't do in our in our two minutes on television, and we're, we're a little bit restricted that way. So uh, we're excited to be here and hope you're enjoying it. So uh, if you like it, please share the podcast and get the word out a little bit. So Yeah, that is so true. You know, we spend eight, we spend eight hours doing work to – consolidate information that we explain in two minutes. So it's eight hours of work. What do we have to show for it? Two minutes of, right. of talk so on TV. This is kind of therapeutic for us to get into some of the uh, the nitty gritty a little bit. So what we thought we might focus on now that we're, man, we're rolling through December. So we're halfway through uh, talking about the, the winter weather. So officially winter uh, hasn't quite started yet, depending on when you live, uh, listen to this podcast. But, uh, you know, officially we get into it. But meteorological winter, as we define it, is December, January, and February. Yeah, so when we were comparing statistics on past winters, uh, a lot of that core data comes from the January or the December, January, February time uh, right. time frame. And sure, we get events outside of, of yeah. that. You know, remember November last year, that a eight big inch snowfall, snow storm? right? Yeah. Right. And, and March is usually a big snow month for us as well. So uh, we always, I think when you look back, it's best to take a, a seasonal look. Uh, but as far as the data goes, it's usually uh, December, January, and February. So let me start with this because we did our winter outlook, our winter weather special back in early November. And one of the things we talked about was a back loaded winter. So so our feeling was that December would be on the milder side, and then things really wouldn't kick in until after the holidays. So I got to call a little mea culpa here because I think December has been pretty darn cold, colder than yeah. I thought so far. Yeah, yeah, it has, and and you know, colder than than all of us thought it would be. Now we haven't really seen the the snow. We've had the cold, right. but we haven't had both ingredients come together simultaneously, which, which is really is what you need for, yeah, 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 and and a lot of times early in the season, because the winter solstice isn't what, till December 20th, 21st, 21st, right. 21st um, usually early season snowfalls around here just aren't common because they're very marginal events, I mean, you're talking about right. a degree or two, and, and we've really seen that over the past <laughs> couple of weeks where yeah. the events that come through are so elevation dependent, you know, you can see on Blue Mountain, the right, top of the... That. Ridge is snow covered, but below that, it's it was been rain and and a very defined line. So they'll start as rain, end up as snow. And we saw that one uh, just recently, right along the I ninety five corridor, seeing some changeover as well. So uh, let's start here. We've had uh, you know we're kind of getting into the colder months. First of all, what gives us big snow? And that's those storms that come out of the Gulf of Mexico. They ride the East Coast, and that's the classic nor'easter setup. And for us, that setup needs to be basically off Virginia Beach, what we call the Del Marva. And that's where that low gets to tap in both to the Gulf of Mexico moisture, the Atlantic moisture. That's what gives us the big ones, the 8, 10, 12-plus uh, inch ones. Yeah, and typically we don't really see that until January, February or March, because remember, right. you know, December is still kind of at the 
beginning of the season, the ocean's still relatively mm-hmm. mild. So when you get east flow off the ocean, you're normally, especially in December when the ocean's not hasn't cold, cooled off enough yet, you're going to be milder. <laughs> well, yeah. and and you need that cold air entrenched too. Yeah. You know that you know a lot of times where we are in the mid Atlantic, you're always struggling with that. Hey, the moisture's here, but we're not cold enough, or we're cold enough and the moisture's not here. So it's always that that give and take. Uh, so that's that's kind of what we look for for the big stores, the ones that evolve coming out of the southeast and and up the coast. So what are we thinking moving forward? And let's kind of look at okay, we kind of got a feel for for December, and let's let's mention we do still have a chance for a white Christmas, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, we do. You know the 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 pattern looks very active, uh, progressive. You know, and I was saying this over the this past weekend, I was saying our our, our weather pattern isn't stagnant. You know, we warm up, but yep. it's only for a short amount of time. <laughs> we cool down, it's only for a short, short amount of time. time right. It's very up and down roller coaster like, and uh, we'll probably I I would think we'll see another you know snow event in December. It'll, you know how big it is remains uncertain, but we could certainly get a, a small snow event just enough for that one inch of snow needed for a white Christmas, although everyone has a varying <laughs> definition. Well, I was going to say, we can go off on that tangent, too. Yeah. You know, Some people say it just has to be some snow on the ground. Other people say you know, it has to snow within 24 hours of Christmas, whether Christmas or, Eve or Christmas. Yeah, it has to be snowing constantly throughout <laughs> Christmas Day. I mean, me, for me, for me, the ground has to have a tint of white. Right. Uh, it doesn't need to be snowing. Um, it could have blue sky as long as there's snow on the ground. I'm good. <laughs> I, I I love it. The best one I ever had here was tw- uh, 2002, 2003. Uh, it was uh, that winter, but I guess it was 2002. Now I think about it. Uh, it started snowing Christmas Eve. You know, like six, seven o'clock. I remember coming out of church. It's snowing, snowed all night, and wrapped up early on Christmas. Yeah, so it was just Hallmark movie kind of snow. I remember that too. We were spending our Christmas Eve in Baltimore, where my family is, and we were driving up you know, to York, we bring my grandparents up and my grandfather uh, forgot his insulin. So in the middle of that, uh, when we got back after, after we went to a midnight service, uh, we had, my dad had to drive to York hospital to get insulin for my grandfather. And it took longer to get to York hospital. We live in York. It took (laughs) longer to get to York hospital than it did our our drive back from Baltimore. That's how bad it got real quick. Uh, so that, that, you know, the white Christmas thing is still in play. Although I can tell you just the way December has played out, it seems like, you know, if we get snow, it would change back over to rain or vice versa. Start as rain, change back over. So that, that pure snow is really hard to get going back to what you said with the ups and downs Mm -hmm. of the early part of the season. So let's talk about, uh, when winter, when we think winter is really going to kick in and, uh, it kind of coincides with farm show, which, you know, is right after new year's kicks off, uh, January 4th fourth so snowford you know farm show what do you think yeah yeah i think it's it's looking like a good bet there's two weeks that seem you know growing up here and i'm sure you can relate to this that seem to be very snowy farm show week Mm -hmm. and then also the uh, president's day in mid-february is also notorious (laughs) for some kind of snow yeah to to see some then that's when we've had some of our big ones of course i guess the farm show back in 96 was right during the blizzard of 96, I bet, wasn't it? it was right. right, and what people the- forget about that is we immediately warmed up after that, went into mm-hmm. the 60s, and that's what caused the major flooding. Yeah. But we had two big snowstorms back-to-back that laid out all this moisture, uh, and then it melted and, and caused all the flooding. So farm show, we anticipate. So basically what we're saying is I, I think things are really going to start to kick in in January when that cold is, is absolutely entrenched. 
Um, as Ed mentioned, the pattern's pretty progressive, so I don't see that changing. You know, I don't think we're going to yeah, be super dry. Yeah, I think we'll yep. have our chance at, at precipitation. So once that cold's there, precipitation comes, I think we'll have a decent amount of snowfall. So in our predictions, uh, we talked about an average season of snow being 30 inches approximately, and we're talking about about the same for this year. Yeah, yeah, give or take a, a couple of inches. But remember, I mean, sometimes, you know, one big blockbuster storm, <laughs> which, you know, theoretically can happen any year. Sure. Um, I would say, you know, this year, our, 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 again, from what we were talking about from our uh, winter weather outlook, we don't, our biggest, um, our, our biggest signal that we use to determine how active it's going to be is El Nino, which is neutral. So, so it's not giving us a signal either not, it's way. It's not giving us a signal either way. Now, a, a, a La Nina pattern, we usually have a, a, our winter's not as snowy, also right. a really strong El Nino. What we want for a snowier winter is a weak El Nino, which, again, El Nino is neutral, so there's not much we can all right, well, let's that. talk about that real quick because people say, hey, you know, how can you figure out two, three months out? So we look for those big patterns that we talked about. El Nino is one. El Nino is just an unusual warming of the equatorial Pacific, but it's what we call an oscillation. So, you know, with weather, nothing is ever static. Nothing's ever one way or the other. It's always in flux in some way. So that's one of the big patterns we look at. The other one that really seems to affect us here in uh, the northeast part of the uh, country is the uh, North Atlantic Oscillation. So if you kind of think of an area of low pressure kind of of, uh, over Iceland almost, uh, depending on where that sets up and what, what we call a positive or negative phase, that can mean more snow for us. And then the bigger one, we actually pointed this out on our uh, on our winter weather special, is the, uh, the MJO. So uh, as you look at these things kind of playing together, that's kind of what we base it on. And that's why we think we're going to have a pretty decent snowfall winter and a cold winter too. Right. And, 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 and I will say this, there's a you know, when we do an outlook, we do we, we do keep how we describe it with, with some ambiguity because again, <laughs> when you're doing a, a winter outlook, you're you're talking about the general vibe of the upcoming season. You know, right. I, I Tom and I can sit here right now and tell you that the second half of December looks stormy, and in that period, we're likely to see at least some snow. snow right. But we can't, you know, just say, hey, ten days from now on Christmas Day or or New Year's Eve we're going to see a 10-inch snowstorm. I mean, we're not going to have any confidence about that until uh, two at most three days in advance. Right. And and that's the truth. And we kind of emphasize that, as you mentioned, in our winter weather special, because there's just so much information out there. And, you know, whether it's a uh, pen live or, you know, somebody's website, you'll say, oh, we're going to get, you know, 18 inch snowfall two weeks from today. <laughs> it's like, no, the science isn't there. Uh, and, and certainly weather doesn't cooperate that specifically as well. Yeah, you have two meteorologists here that will tell you that this is an imperfect science. Mm -hmm. Um, we've made a ton of strides over the past few decades, but, you know, it's imperfect. So we're just not there yet in the science. That's well, we, it. Well, we're, we always talk about it's part art, part science. Yeah. The art part is what I call pattern recognition. Okay, we've seen this before, what usually happens. And that gets back to what we call analog forecasting, where we go back in time and say, hey, we're coming off this really, you know, you look back of uh, uh, into summertime, we were coming off this really wet 18 months of above average precipitation. Then we were able to say, you know what, we're going to dry out. And we did this summer. So now we take that a step forward and we say, okay, what are we expecting? And for me, I think we're due for a particularly cold winter. We had one uh, in 13, 14, and 14, 15. Matter of fact, February of 2015 was coldest February on record. Um, 
So we haven't had a really cold winter, you know, in three or four seasons now. Right. So I think part of it is we're due. Part of it is those analogs are going, you know what, this is looking similar. And now here we are in December off to a cold start. Yeah, it, it is. It is. You know, pattern recognition is a huge part of the forecasting process. And I can even take it down to a shorter time scale. You know, I, I, there's lots of models, as, as we've been talking about. This time of year, I can find you know, there's tons of, of weather models. There's there's uh, there's high resolution models which give you like a really uh, good idea what's going at, on at the very local level. Then you have your global model models which tell you gives you kind of a regional sense on on what's going on. And I could find a model any day of the week r- from now through through March that's going to give us a snowstorm <laughs> to some degree right. a week out. Most of the time. That doesn't happen because in this part of Pennsylvania, to get accumulating snow, especially a plowable event, is rare. That's a lot of things that have to come together. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, I mean, if, if we were getting these storms every day, you wouldn't remember them. But you remember snow events because in, in this part of Pennsylvania, you know, especially a, a 12-inch or more snowstorm, they're very rare events. Right. So, so, so saying uh, or advertising what a model is showing – or advertising a, a model that's showing every single snowstorm is a, is losing is a losing strategy in terms of forecasting. And that's where we have to come in as the meteorologists and go, you know what, we can't just go by models. We have to use what we've learned, uh, what we've learned from living here, what we know scientifically, uh, and kind of put all those things together. So uh, when you hear us put out those numbers, we're, 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 we're sweating over those numbers. We're yeah. not taking it lightly, so understand that. So as we kind of uh, wrap things up a little bit with uh, the wintertime, we do think there's a lot of winter to go. We think we've got some uh, snowfall ahead, and I think we have some really cold air ahead as well. And I think, you know, some people forget, you know, you get a, a 50 or 60-degree day in January, and go, oh, you know, uh, this isn't winter. But as you mentioned, for us, neither one of those lasts long as we go through right. January. It's called a January thaw for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's temporary. Right. <laughs> that's right. So we think we got plenty of cold air. We got plenty of chances for snow. In other words, uh, a pretty typical, pretty average central PA full-on winter. What do you yeah. think? Uh, yeah, no, I think so. And I think for a lot of you snow lovers out there, there's <laughs> there's going to be uh, opportunity. And for all of the non-snow lovers out there, well, too bad. Uh, too bad. <laughs> Move to Florida. You know, it, it is interesting. People people get so excited, whether they like it or not. Uh-huh. People get so excited about snow, and and, and one of the the things it really break. I think one of the big reasons people. I think there's a lot of people out there that secretly like snow. They won't. They won't admit it. Yeah, <laughs> that's but true. Uh, you know, it, it really breaks up the routine. And it completely alters the landscape. I mean, you right. go to bed one night, everything's brown and kind of ugly and gloomy looking, and you wake up the next day, it's a winter wonderland. I mean, you live in a totally, totally different world, and, and, and that's just such a routine changer for so many people, which is why I think it's such a big topic, in addition to it being obviously impactful when people have to go to work. And that's why people call it magical. Uh, yeah, The other is. thing, yeah. as a meteorologist, I like is snow is not life-threatening. It, you know, the only way snow becomes a problem is if you put yourself in danger. In other words, you're caught on the road or you're out in it. Other than that, snowfall should never be, you know, something we're scared of or afraid of. We should just 
enjoy it. You yeah, know? <laughs> just just make sure you have enough uh, milk and bread for those milk sandwiches <laughs> or, or, or whatever or, you're making, French yeah. toast or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we got plenty of uh, winter to come, and uh, we hope that you'll stay tuned and uh, keep checking things out. Uh, we're hoping for a white Christmas as, yeah. as you listen to this. Uh, again, I think we have a chance or two, not the uh, perfect idyllic uh, maybe white Christmas. but Yeah, I, I was talking to a couple people at work this morning about this, and a couple people that we work with don't even want a white Christmas. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I won't mention names. Bah humbug. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah I, I think next week or certainly the week after that, our, our podcast, we're really going to concentrate on on what we can expect, from, not only just in terms of having a white Christmas, but also the, the, the impact, because many of you, I'm sure, are traveling uh, during that time frame as well. Right. So keep checking it out. We call it It's Raining Mets, as in meteorologists. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And check out our next podcast episode uh, as you click on CBS21.com. Thanks for listening. See you, Ed. See you, Tom.